Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi there, this is Dig a Bit number four for our month five of our Digging Deep study. We're talking about the Conqueror, and we've been talking from 1 Samuel 17. I want us to move this time to Joshua chapter 2. We're going to talk for a little bit about one of the senses that has much to do with our obedience, has much to do with our courage, actually, and it is the sense of hearing. It is what we do with our ears, and it has a special relevance to question number, yeah, we're still on number one here, and Number L says David's words about his willingness to fight the giant went straight to Saul and made a difference. And we know that Saul heard what the youth had said about killing the giant, and it ended up making a great victory for the Israelites that day. We should speak up for our Lord, and we should recognize his victory before men. We should talk about the greatness of God before those around us, even especially those outside the faith. We never know where our words will travel. It says, read Joshua 2. Rahab was a prostitute turned probable grandmother to Jesus. Where, what had she heard that facilitated this change? So we're going to have this big change in Rahab from being a prostitute on the wall of Jericho, the very first city that Joshua conquered as he went into, um, he actually, God conquered it through Joshua as he went into the promised land, taking that over for the children of Israel as God has, had promised. But Rahab lived on the wall. She was a prostitute turned probable grandmother to our Lord Jesus Christ. So she was in the... In the ancestry of Jesus Christ. What had she heard that facilitated this change? Well, we find that in verses 9 and 10 of Joshua chapter 2. And those read, She said to the men, These are the spies who came to her house. I know that the Lord has given you the land, and that your terror is fallen on us, and that all the inhabitants or the dwellers of this land faint because of you. Why do they faint? Verse 10, she goes on to explain, For we have heard, we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of the Jordan, Sion and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts melted, and there wasn't any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. And then she goes ahead and pleads with them for a plan to save her from the impending destruction of Jerusalem because she has faith, courage. She knows it's going to happen because of the way she responded to what she heard. To what she heard. There are two responses that we can give when we hear about the Lord's might. And I just want to take two passages, though there are many, but two passages from the prophets that sort of expound on these two ways that we can respond. Let's look at Jeremiah 6 and verse 10. Jeremiah chapter 6, and we'll begin around verse 10. This is when Jeremiah was talking about the destruction of Jerusalem. He's talking to the Jews about the destruction of Jerusalem. 
and he talks to them about the things that they hear. Jeremiah 6, and we'll begin in verse 9. Thus says the Lord of hosts, They shall thoroughly glean the remnant of Israel as a vine. Turn back your hand as a grape gatherer into the baskets. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ear is uncircumcised, and they cannot hear. The word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They do not have any delight in it. Therefore, I am full of the fury of the Lord. I am weary with holding it in. I will pour it out on the children abroad and on the assembly of young men together. For even the husband with the wife shall be taken, the aged with him that is full of days, and their houses shall be turned into others with their fields and wives together. For I will stretch out my hand upon the inhabitants of the land, says the Lord. From the least of them, even to the greatest of them, everyone is given to covetousness. And from the prophet, even unto the priest, everyone who deals falsely. He goes on in verse 15. Were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed. Neither could they blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fail. At the time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, says the Lord. This is talking about... The impending destruction, the wrath of God proclaimed, but God goes ahead and says, they, their ear is uncircumcised and they cannot hearken. The word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They're, they're not listening. Their ears are closed. The word of the Lord is a reproach to them. That is, they mock at the word of the Lord. That is one response to that people have when they hear of the mighty works of God. Many people are exhibiting that response today in our world. Another response is found in the prophet Habakkuk. If you'll look at Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 10, it says there, and this is when Habakkuk is prophesying to um, about what is going to happen to Judea at the hands of the Chaldeans. And in verse 10, he says, The mountains saw you and trembled. Let's start with verse 8. O oh Lord, were you displeased with the rivers? Was your anger against the rivers? Was your wrath against the sea that you rode on your horses, your chariots of salvation? Your bow was made ready. Oaths were sworn over your arrows. You divided the earth with rivers. The mountains saw you and trembled. The overflowing of the water passed by. The deep uttered its voice and lifted its hands on high. The sun and moon stood still in their habitation. At the light of your arrows they went at the shining of your glittering spear. This is the might of God. You marched through the land in indignation. You trampled the nations in anger. You went forth for the salvation of your people, for salvation with your anointed. You struck the head from the house of the wicked by laying bare from foundation to neck. And he goes on to describe these amazing feats of the Lord, the might of the Lord. And then in verse 10, when I heard, here's the hearing again, when I heard this, my body trembled, my lips quivered at the voice, rottenness entered my bones and I trembled inside myself. 
I wanted to rest that I might rest in the day of trouble when he comes up to the people. He will invade them with his troops. This is the reaction to a person who is really listening to God with the kind of heart that is receptive. I'm going to hear about his might. I'm going to tremble and I'm going to like Rahab fix my life. I'm going to to repent of sin and turn from it as he was imploring these people to do in Habakkuk chapter 3. If I hear of the might of the Lord, the deeds of the Lord, the power of the Lord, I'm going to react to that by hearing and trembling and obeying. I want us to close this little dig a bit with a passage from from first john 1 1 this is something that we studied in our ladies class last night pisa soli was teaching that and she did a great job talking about the senses it says in verse 1 of first john 1 and this is talking about christ our lord and remember this is written by john the apostle and he's talking about the might of God as he had himself been an eyewitness to in the life of Jesus as we know John was the apostle most beloved by Jesus closest to Jesus and so he was an eyewitness he had heard and seen and touched Jesus Christ but let's let's particularly hone in on the hearing here that which was from the be- the beginning which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes, which we've looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested and we have seen it and we bear witness and we declare to you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was shown or manifested to us, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ, and these things we write to you that your joy may be full. I just think about John, the apostle, and his reaction to what he heard. He heard the at the Mount of Transfiguration, he heard the voice saying, This is my beloved Son. He heard the words of Jesus from the cross as he looked down at him personally and said, Woman, behold thy son, behold thy mother. He heard Jesus Christ saying, I'm going away from you, but I'm going to prepare a place for you because in my father's house there are many rooms. He saw with the other apostles the risen Jesus and he heard him say, Peace be to you. What did John do with what he had heard? Well, he became a great, um, a great revealer. The Holy Spirit used him to write and reveal the words of inspiration, the book of John, the books of First, Second, and Third John, and the book of Revelation. A lot of your New Testament was penned by the man John because he did react with trembling to the. Um, the things that he heard have you heard the gospel have you heard the words of Jesus Christ the will of Jesus Christ for your life have you heard you know we, we haven't seen Jesus but through the words of the Bible we can see and hear the Messiah as he walked on this earth and as he invited us to come into him as we labor and to take his yoke upon us and learn of him. 
for he is meek and lowly and hard and we can find rest to our souls. What are you doing with that information that you are hearing? Well, Rahab believed and pled for a way of escape from the sinful wor world around her. I hope that you are with what you are hearing from the Word of God, believing and taking advantage of the way of escape that God has planned for you, trembling at His Word rather than closing your ears as did the Jews that we talked about back in Jeremiah chapter 6. There are different ways to respond to what we hear, but Romans 10.17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Are you taking the time through the digging deep study even to hear the word of God? And when you learn it, do you tremble and take advantage of the blessed privilege of incorporating it into your life and thus having the hope of salvation? It's important what we do with what we hear. And because of what Rahab did with what she heard, she became an important figure in the ancestry of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Have a great day.